Welcome to Total Meltdown, Pwn.com's official podcast. This is episode 22, and I'm your host, G Nitro. And with me this evening is Pwn's resident fall eating contest champion, Church. <laughs> what? <laughs> and the hobo from Ohio, Quiglin. That's me. <laughs> All right, so how are you guys doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Had some Chinese food, I'm full, I'm ready to, ready to start talking. Nice. I just had some steak and shake and... Yeah, I'm going through rehab with my knee right now, so. What? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, excuse me, my beer's overflowing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you and your beers. Well, I was like, <gasps> I looked I up like, the, the as the foam's like rising out of the out of the bottle. I'm like, ah. <laughs> so excuse me, people. Um, I'm good as well. Uh, watched a very good movie today. In one called Let the Right One In. That's not a hentai, is it? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's actually a Swedish movie. Hmm. It's about a uh, 12-year-old boy who's kind of picked on in school by a group of bullies. And uh, he basically is always plotting his revenge. And always taking newspaper clippings of murders in the area and stuff. It's kind of odd at first, but... He ends up befriending this uh, young vampire that lives next door to him. Um, she can only come out at night, of course, so he sees her then. But uh, as things escalate out of control with the killings, because she has to feed, um, it basically goes through how she, how he has finally stood up to the bullies and how they became very good friends and, in fact, fell in love with each other. Well, she's definitely older because she's been a vampire, but it was just a really good film. Wow. Um, was it subtitled or? It was subtitled. Well, you have the choice. The initial option is English, and anybody mm. who knows me, there's no way I'm doing it. Um, so I went with the original language, the Swedish language, and English subtitles, and I really enjoyed the movie. Um, it was recommended to me by a friend over at Guzex Chorus. Um, actually, he's on Pwned as well. Um, I guess we were talking about Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, and he recommended me that one. Uh, I just saw that last night, or Friday night. What'd you think? I liked it. I liked it a lot. I loved it, too. I just saw it last Tuesday, I believe it was. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Or did I see it before? No, I saw it before last week's podcast, didn't I? Because I was talking about Cat Denny's. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we spilled over to the Gametopia podcast. Oh, oh man. Oh, quick. You, you missed out. Oh, wow. He'll be, yeah. on, he'll be on one in a few weeks. Yeah. Um, God. And I know I, I think I mentioned in the last podcast we'd be bringing in the Average Joe Gamer guys. Yeah. I want to apologize. I didn't get a chance this week being busy to contact them, but I did contact Wes. We've decided instead of going with the, all three of them at once and creating a huge clusterfuck that we'll... Um, do one at a time. So I invited the guy Wes, who was the one who initially invited me over to theirs. So I'm trying to get him on first, and then I'll get Eric and Nate, the other two hosts of the show. Right. On right. Well, we need to get like um, Adele from uh, Gametopias over over here. Yeah. We need to get Adele and Rachel. Oh yeah. And Alex, <laughs> if we can get her on, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, definitely want to branch out and start bringing people on, see if we can do cross-promotion stuff like that. Like, maybe, maybe, I don't know if I'll be on his show, but I'm hoping maybe I can bring on Cheapy D at some point from Cheap Ass. That, 
Oh, that'd be something. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely. Um. Other than that, uh, it's our weekly update of church. How's the girl <laughs> going? <laughs> We're doing good. We're doing good, actually. Um. She actually just called me at work and um. You know, telling me she misses me and whatnot, and we're actually planning on a trip to go to Toronto this uh, upcoming weekend. Actually, wow, nice. So, we're staying gonna... in the same room and everything, huh? Yeah, I already, <laughs> I already stayed over her. Her, no, we haven't done that. <laughs> I'm at the room in Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear oh, God! God, no, um, <sighs> no, I already, I already stayed over her place. Like, I think three to four times already. So. All right. All right. All right. Just remember so, to wrap it up. And gosh. don't use the Watchmen condoms because that's kind of creepy. Which one? Oh, the the Watchmen blue <laughs> condoms. Oh, uh, no. No. <laughs> Just like me, we're going to see that. The reason why I won't go see that movie, I don't want to see blue penis. I'm pretty sure any girl doesn't want to see that either. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't think they mind too much. You, you know what the. The film was good, though. I mean, if you can just cut that part off, then, you know, the the film is actually... Now, the reason why I'm not going to see it, I can't spend three hours in a movie theater. I did. I thought the movie went, did, out, but... went out pretty fast, actually. It didn't feel I like did three all... hours after the end of it. I'll watch it when I can at home so I can pause it and go to the bathroom, pause it, get up and do what I gotta do. <laughs> three hours is a long time for me to sit in a the theater. Is it? Yeah. If it was Japanese schoolgirls, you, you would you'd sit. Dude, I there's so many Asian films that come out here now. I don't even go see them because I don't like going to the theaters anymore. Dude, he, he would have to take a break every 15 minutes and come back and then get back up. <laughs> Dude, I have to bring a change of underwear to change every 15 minutes. Exactly. That's why you have to go out every 15 minutes. <laughs> oh god. We st- I was gonna say we started out so well, but we really just started out so low. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Well, I'll bring it back up a little higher. Um, I did go house hunting today. Oh, yeah? Um, out for those in the Maryland area. I was looking in the Columbia, Maryland area. Um, more upscale. So even townhomes are like, while everything's getting lower, um, it's tough finding some of these townhomes at the price I'm looking at. Uh, I found one at 220 one at 230 today. 220 found out. Already had three offers above list price. So. Wow. I was like, what recession? <laughs> the people are fighting over a home. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, so the 231, we're going to try to make an offer on and hopefully bring it in a little lower. Um, really nice home. So, And I have a backup one that's about 200. Needs a lot of like paint and stuff. Yeah. And some fixes here and there. But for the price, I mean, I can deal. Yeah, no kidding. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, I think that's about it for me. Quig, I know out there in Ohio, one of your college teams out there had a huge upset on round one in NCAA. I don't know oh, if yeah. Good old Cleveland State. Yeah, I was shocked. They ruined my uh, thing for at least a couple rounds. And then they got totally spanked today. <laughs> yeah, Wake Forest going at least till, I think, was it today or the next one? I can't remember. No, it was today. Who'd they play today? Who would have Wake Forest had played today? Arizona. Question. Okay, I had weight going another another week. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Yeah. So did so, I, but... Well. Yeah. Thanks a lot. <laughs> wait, wait. Dude, Cleveland is like four hours away. <laughs> it's literally on the other you side of the You've got like five or six teams, though, in the tournament. What the hell's up with that? 
Dude, I'm from Chicago. We have no teams in I the tournament. I thought you were in Ohio. I live in Ohio, but I don't... I'm uh, just living here. Yeah, I, yeah. Just living, aren't, you, aren't you from Cincinnati? Or living in Cincinnati? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Bengals. Yeah. Ocho Cinco. <laughs> hey, the Bears are coming to town this year. I've already lined up my tickets. Nice. I have yet to be a football, go to a football game. Oh, that's fun. Well, none of my uh, coworkers will take me because I, w- I won't root for the Ravens. Oh, I don't blame you. Fuck the Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> did Ray Lew- didn't Ray Lewis sign back with the Ravens? Or what, what's yeah, going he on? did. Oh. Okay. Because nobody awesome. else was calling him. Yeah, exactly. Nobody wants his old ass. God. So what are you, a Redskins fan then? I'm a Raiders fan. Oh, dear fan. God. <laughs> oh, that's right. You're a Raiders fan. I forgot. Woo, black hole. I hope they stink it up again this year. Oh, Until wow. Al Davis gives up the team. I don't I don't really give a shit. I'm tired of him. I was a big fan of um, Lane Kiffin. And I thought if Al Davis had given him a chance, he would have turned the team around. But after Al Davis fired him and then claimed he wasn't the coach he was looking for after saying he was... I'm just done. Let Al Davis either die or give up the team, which, unfortunately, I say that die because, and I don't mean that in a malicious way. I don't want him to die. I just know the team's, he's not going to get rid of the team until he dies. So the team's kind of stuck until the man passes away. Oh, I feel the same way about the Lions and the Ford family. I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for Ford to die. <laughs> I'm like, come on, dude, you're not going to give up the team, just pass away already. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It sounds bad, but it's kind of true. So, but anyway, I guess we'll get into our member feedback and and questions. Um, so we got quite a few comments. Um, well, actually, before we get into the comments, have either of y'all checked the forums into the thread? Uh, Somewhat, yes. Have you seen uh, Dead Quiglin? Yes, I have. Yes, that that I is have. brilliant. It's hilarious. Hades, awesome job. Gotta say, Dead Quigley is hilarious. We need more people to get posters like that, or fake posters slash covers like that, because that was brilliant. I when he sent me the link, I died laughing. Oh no, yeah, I checked out. Um, I checked it out, and I started cracking up laughing. <laughs> Just a smile on your face, and that picture is priceless. <laughs> I'm just like, hey, all right. <laughs> Like, Some random chick, chick covered in blood <laughs> hug, hugging you. <laughs> Screaming into his chest. She's like, I'm going to bite you. <laughs> and you're like going, yeah, baby, I welcome all of it. <laughs> so I hope we get some more. Otherwise, he's pretty much guaranteed a copy of the Dead Space Downfall. Yeah. <laughs> but he's staff, so I got to think. Can he actually win? <laughs> It's not, a, it's not like Church did it and expected to win. Yeah, that's true. I'm just messing. <laughs> this is the podcast. I, I can decide whoever wins I want. <laughs> I'll be like, hey, these nice picture. I'm giving it to Hey Hey Chess. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, unfortunately, we have no comments or questions from her this week. I've got yeah, it. Because, because people complain that she made too many comments, so she's not going to make one this week. Yeah, to everybody complaining... If you're not going to add your own comment, shut then the fuck up. Thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's kind of messed up. We 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 like the comments. If it's chest every week, hey, we'll read it off every week. Not to mention yeah. she's freaking awesome. She is. She's she's really cool to um to talk to and whatnot, especially on uh, gears two and whatnot. Fuck so, gears two. 
We'll talk about that later. <laughs> well, that's part of my discussion of games I've been playing, so we'll talk about that later. Um, Alright, um, another comment we had says, I think this episode deserves a podcast award. Rich was the best guest you ever had on the show. Thanks, Rich. Guess who left that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rich is boosting his own ego here. <laughs> no, it really was a fun show. While oh, yeah. Church and Quig enjoyed the constant uh, cracks on me. <laughs> Thanks for the backup, guys. Oh, no problem. We were right Definitely there. No we were right about to say something. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Alright, our final comment before we get into a question that we have is from Snappy Dude. Uh, this comes from our heated, my heated discussion with Rich last week over Bioshock. And he says, Nitro, I agree with you. Bioshock is the most overrated game I've ever played. The gameplay is slow and boring, one enemy at a time. I mean, come on. I saw the ending coming a mile away. The story is okay overall, maybe 8.5 to 8.7, but it's no Mass Effect. Um, give a little disclaimer. Snappy, just like myself, are huge. Both of us are huge Mass Effect fans. We've read both books. And anybody who hasn't, if you haven't played the game, at least go read the books. Fucking great. Um, wait, can nope. you read the books without playing the game? Like, I mean, you can. would it make sense? Um, well, the first book is the prequel to the game. Oh, okay. So yeah, and the third one is kind of like a side story that happens right after the game. So you don't really need to play it, but if you have a PC, you might as well get the game. It's twenty dollars on Steam. Oh, is it? No, I might as well get that uh, later on today after the podcast. Yeah, so I think my mission can handle it, so we'll find out. Um, and Snappy goes on with another thing I noticed is in other games like Two Human or Prince of Persia, people complain so much about how the death system in those games was too easy on the player. Yet Bioshock is just as forgiving, and no one ever complains. Overall, Bioshock is boring as little to no replay value. The upgrade and power systems are great, but the game is too easy and far too slow gameplay-wise, so... Go Nitro! Glad to see another person not up the ass of the big daddies. Um, I do want to make a comment here, because I was reading the recent Game Informer article on Bioshock 2. I guess they've heard the complaints from some of us who didn't like the fact you can only use the plasmids or use the gun. Because in the new one, you can use both at the same time. Hmm. Um, you'll be able to like hit the guy with your um, drill or whatever while he's falling back, hit him with the plasmid at the same time instead of trying to switch hands and I, I really like the idea of that um, it's, it seems like it's going to speed up the gameplay it seems like it's going to be adding a lot more to the repertoire of the protagonist I guess you can call him that, I don't know he's kind of a big daddy now um, spoilers and- no, you know what? The game's been out for like two years. I don't want to hear spoiler alert. <laughs> I never played the game, so it doesn't really matter to me. Yeah, you t- I, neither have I, but you, t- you totally spoiled it for me. Cry. Tear. <laughs> wow. Really? <laughs> Seriously, if you haven't played a game in two years, spoiler alerts don't count. Oh, <laughs> uh, come that's on. Like, that's, like me saying, that, that's like me saying something about God of War 2 and you haven't played God of War 2. It's like, Dude, the game has been up forever. Yeah, I haven't, but I don't care. If I haven't. I have got to wear, got to wear, got to war <laughs> one and two, but I haven't gotten a chance to play either of them, and I need to by next March <laughs> when three comes out. So, but now I, I 
can see Snappy agrees with me. Um, I am going to give the game another shot on easy because I do want to do the story at least before the second one comes out because the second one's kind of piqued my interest in how it goes. So after reading that article, I kind of want to finish the story at least, even if it's uh, even if it's me just forcing myself through the game. I'll try my best. I just got it in from Guzek, so we'll go with that. Um, you can do it, dude. You can do it. Oh, I do want to give shout-outs to Geomoose. Oh, yeah. Over on Guzex, he basically hyped up our podcast. Really? Uh, and said uh, my whole 12-minute intro on how to use Guzex was a good listen for new users on Guzex and stuff like that when I was talking, when Rich asked me how it works. So he gave us props there. Thank you, Geomoose. Any way we can get more listeners, we are in your debt. Yeah, absolutely. And I friended him this week, so. Woo. Yeah. He's a cool dude. Always comes out to the meetups when we have him here in Maryland. So, um, Now we have one question this week. It's from Butcher. Um, he says... Um, well, the, funny, we were talking about this before the show started. Um, I'm just wondering, what are your thoughts on Resident Evil 5? Excluding oh. Quiglin, have you guys played it yet? I guess he's <laughs> listened enough to know that. No, he knows that Quiglin doesn't own a 360 or PS3, so. Um, if so, what are your thoughts on the game? If not, explain why. What console, what console do you guys plan to buy it on? Many people complain about his controls being a stop-and-shoot game. My father rather enjoying with many unlockables and enjoy, enjoyable gunplay. Just want to know your opinions of the game. Thanks. Love the podcast and have a good one. Um, I got to be honest. Uh, I haven't played anything but the demo. I'm not a fan of the stop-and-shoot. Um, which I don't mind as much as the fact that you have to stop and knife. Um, I don't see why you shouldn't be able to walk and knife somebody. <laughs> especially just, when you can walk, especially when you can run faster with a knife. Yeah. So I don't get that, but um, I don't have it, so I can't give my full thoughts of it, the full game. Um, if I ever do play it, it'll be for the 360. But honestly, as somebody who goozexes a lot of games for trade, I didn't even bother getting in line. So <laughs> I don't really plan on playing it in the near future. I don't um, know about you, Church or Quig. No, I. You know, after reading some of the reviews and whatnot about the game, I mean, at first I was like, "Oh, it's a Resident Evil game, a new one, and blah blah blah, all that stuff." But then afterward, after reading some of the reviews, I was like, "Is it even worth my time?" I mean, even even X Play gave it a three out of five. I was really oh, shocked by that. By that, I'm like, really? Yeah, I thought, no, I don't want to bash X Play. No, I, I don't. I, I don't either. Any AAA title, I've never seen them give less than a four. I know, yeah, exactly. and they give it a three out of five, and I was like, "Wow!" I mean, it must have been that bad for Adam Adam Sattler to uh, to bash on the game. Yeah, I think a lot of I think a lot of people's problems is the jump from you know Resident Evil three to four was so huge that people were expecting that same jump from Resident Evil four to Resident Evil five, and I don't think I don't think it's gonna I don't think it made that kind of leap. I mean, it made the upgrade in re- like in resolution, but I don't think it made it in necessarily in gameplay. Yeah. Um, you know, once Easter happens, my brother is bringing uh, bringing the game. We're going to co-op the whole thing in one weekend, so uh, I'll let you know when that happens. Well, I I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, and that that's what they say is make sure you do the co-op because it makes the game that much a little bit yeah. makes it a little bit better because the AI that's with you is a complete moron. Yeah, I hear she'll stand in front of you while you're doing stuff. I mean, 
Yeah, that's the problem with making the game co-op regardless. Um, I'll tell you, the game that worked better from what it sounds like, 50 Cent was actually really done well. Your guy was never in your way. He was always shooting somebody else that you weren't really aiming at. And would always tell you when there was something nearby, whether it was like a box to break open for treasure or something else. Uh, I thought it worked well. Um, it sounds like Sheva's not the brightest unless you put it on the hard setting. It kind of sucks. Shouldn't the hard setting be up in the AI for the enemies? Yeah, I... <laughs> One would think, right? Yeah. Um, one thing I want to get your guys' thoughts on. Capcom has decided to release multiplayer for Resident Evil 5, and they're charging everybody $5. Now, it's not like this is coming out three or four months later as an add-on. It's like coming out, or it might already be out by now. If, if it isn't, it's coming out in a week or so. I mean, it's not even a month later, and they're already bringing out this... Um, multiplayer aspect, and they're charging $5. Is there actual download on the game, or is it like, hey, this was already on the disc, and we're unlocking Nobody it knows. Uh, <laughs> Nobody knows out, yet. If it's already on the disc, that's bullshit. Well, a lot of people are thinking it is, and the problem is, the Capcom guy came out on some forums and was like, look, they, he gave some bullshit excuse, like, this was a different budget. We separated our budgets for the multiplayer separate from the game. And I'm going, what? That's like saying Killzone 2 comes out. And because it's the multiplayer, we put it on a different budget. Now you got to pay $5 for it. Yeah, that's idiotic. Not to mention, at least with Killzone 2 and shooters, you know it's an established multiplayer. Resident Evil doesn't have an established multiplayer. Do you really think you're going to get on there and find a lot of people playing? No. I just think well, that... Because, well, look, you can look at that with um, Metal Gear. Metal Gear 4. And that was they free. Out... <laughs> yeah, well, that's free, but not, I don't think a lot of people played the multiplayer. I mean, I played a little bit about it, but I felt like I was playing a slow version of SOCOM. Yeah. I don't know. I just think that... Capcom, just like with their costume packs for Street Fighter 4, are trying to milk people through DLC, and it's not right. It's bullshit. I'm getting tired. This is a complaint that I should have probably brought up on our DLC show for digital distribution. But this is one of my issues. These companies are using it to extort shit out of players. To, to bring out bullshit that should be given to you. If you're not bringing out new levels, new... Like, okay, here's something I heard on one of the podcasts that was a perfect idea. Bring out the multiplayer now, and in three to four months, bring out pay-for levels. That sounds fine to me. Yeah, You're adding I, more I to like the that. multiplayer, but don't tell me you're going to charge me $5 now, and you are you better not bring out levels later and say, here, you got to pay another $5, $10. Yeah. I personally think that's bullshit, and Capcom... Um, is starting to become scam com. No, I, I agree with you. I mean, I don't know. They're trying to blame the economy. I don't know what they're trying to do, but they're really trying to milk as much money as they can out of, well, out of us thing. consumers. Right now, we got the economy going downwards, a somewhat of a recession, and you're trying to milk gamers for everything they're worth? The fuck is that? Yeah, I don't know. Well, well, just... I, I, yeah. No, oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say. I'm, I'm just gonna reiterate. You know, like if it's on the disc already, 
then they've already paid for it. I don't understand why they have to yeah. pay to unlock it. That's not right. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that's the thoughts on Resident Evil 5. Sorry, none of us have actually played it. Um, Butcher, but we, I should be playing a lot more new games in the upcoming weeks. I've just been swamped with work. Like, I just got Suikoden and tier, uh, tier Chris, and I still haven't gotten a chance to play it. <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. I mean, to, yesterday and today was like the only times I've actually sat down and got on my 360 and PC. All the other days, I've just been like, I don't want to do anything. <laughs> I really... Hey man, you're trying to get a relationship off the ground. That means you got to spend a lot of time with her. It's not like that. <laughs> no, it's it's not that. I mean, I I rarely see her throughout the week, anyways. I mostly when I after work, I just go right home and. Does I she just... know you do a podcast? Yeah. Don't ever let her listen. <laughs> no, she 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 listens to the podcast. Oh shit! I'm yeah. gonna get slapped if I ever meet her. Oh, no, Whatever. She, she, as soon as you no, meet, no. you're gonna be like, "I'm Quig," so that she'll be like, "Oh, yeah. you're the nice one." <laughs> like, I'm Quiglin. No, uh, yeah, no. She changed all my pictures on my phone page now. <laughs> no, uh, she, uh, she goes, "Why do they keep on asking you if you've done it with me yet?" I'm like, "It's just how they are." Oh, <laughs> not, no, so we stop. I'll be. Hey, I'm gonna defend Quiglin here. It's me. <laughs> it's <not> Quig. <laughs> Even I'm not gonna let him take the rap for that. <laughs> I'm the pervert here. No, no, I know. I I told her I'm like it's. I I told her I'm like it's just my uh, Teen Nitro. That that's it. Uh, and it's all jokes. I really, am, you know. Oh, I know. I know. Just... She she knows she knows she knows she knows it's all fun and games too. So <laughs> I gotta get my shots in when I can. Um, so <laughs> let's move on to Pwn news. We got a uh, couple things here. Not much going on. Um. First off, we have some new banners. Um, I'm sure you guys know if you go to your user homepage and click on Promote Pwned, you had a choice before of just this one kind of large banner that showed off your points and um, uh, what else? Um, friends in your picture, and it gave your uh, referral code. Um, well, now they've added two more. One's a small, thinner one with the same information. Then they have one that shows off I believe it's like your top five games on your favorites. Yeah. Looking at Snappy Dudes, it shows he's got his as like Call of Duty 4, Mass Effect, Two Human, Fable 2, and Marvel Ultimate Alliance. So you can now set your top and your favorites, um, set your top five, and it'll show up on your um, signature. So it's a really cool idea. I'll probably change mine because I have mine set up over at uh, Cheap Ass Gamer a little differently. So, I'll probably put change mine to the games. Hopefully, it'll get people's attention a little more. Uh, Actually, but, I'll probably put that up on uh, on Sumpy also. Yeah, honestly, I can't see how my um, Asian girl avatar doesn't get anybody's attention. <laughs> Jeez. No. Uh, <laughs> um, the other thing on the Poe Marketplace, we have finally added for those Xbox Live users out there. 12-month Xbox Live subscription cards. So, once um, you get enough points, they're at, set at 25000 So, it's not a bad deal at all. It's wow. about the price of a PSP or DS game from the marketplace. Um, so, for 25,000 points, you can get 
uh, 12-month Xbox Live subscription card and join us on game nights. There you go. You got a deal on subscription cards? Come join us on game nights. Um, but, but what if they don't have the game? <laughs> then they got to go buy it. Get that on. <laughs> get that on phone points, too. Well, we have like four or five, six, seven different game nights. I mean, come on. Well, Let's I know. Something. Um, speaking of which, game nights happened this past week. We had four different game nights. Uh, five, actually. Um... I always forget about the PC night. Sorry, Clover. Oh, actually, actually, no. The PC one didn't happen, so it was just four. Okay. So then it is four. See, I don't run that, so I don't know. Um, so first off, last Wednesday, we had Call of Duty Fortnite. Um, Rice Rocket took that home again. Um, so one more win for Rice Rocket, and we'll be placing the 1,000-point bounty on him. Um, I wasn't last! <laughs> I think I was like fifth or sixth, maybe. So I don't know. Um, so Caliber Four Night happened last Friday. Thank you to Eradicus for hosting those, since I got rid of my copy. Um, <laughs> Monkey DeLuffy won again. One more of those, and thousand point bounty be placed on his head. Um, and we had our Halo Three Night, which we had a bounty on Matrix's head. He had won nonstop since the first time we started Halo Three, and he showed up. Well. He was finally taken down by Jay Ballin or JT Ballin. Can't remember off the top of my head. Um, Jay Ballin. Yeah. Um, I know Matrix wasn't too happy. Uh, I'll be honest. Jay Ballin did have his friend TC Buzz Boys, and they kind of teamed up on him. But let's be honest. It's not against the rules. How you play is how you play. And plus, it's a bounty. So. <laughs> yeah. So Jay Ballin took home not only the 500 points for winning the night, but the 1,000-point bounty. So we're pretty much reset back at almost zero. Um, and just earlier before we recorded this podcast, we had our Resistance 2 night. Um, Console Gamer won the night again, so a 1,000-point bounty is on his head starting next month. Um, I would like to say I came in second. <laughs> um, started getting definitely getting better at that game. Um, it is something worth breaking is it something worth picking up? I think it's a lot of fun. It you can make it set up the controls so it plays like Call of Duty Four. Um, I th- I like it more than Killzone Two Online. Honestly, I really like it. I really enjoy Resistance Two. Um, uh, oh. Borico Storm will admit to my nade throwing skills in that game. <laughs> I chucked <laughs> one that landed right on him. He didn't think it was gonna make it. I didn't either. And it was like boom, boom, and his ass was. Done. <laughs> but he always tends to get me right back. Um, but I definitely was getting better. Console Gamer used to beat us by more than double the second place score. And he had 112 points. And I had 64 tonight. So I kept him from doubling one of us. So I'm catching like up to him. Too. I'm definitely catching up to him. Um, so I plan on keep making the progress as I get just keep getting better. Um, I've just, I guess I've gotten a comfort level in that game now. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely like that game a lot. I was playing co-op with my brother, and the only problem is, is uh, like with two people, when you need like eight or whatever it is, it's yeah. hard to get through a level. Yeah. Um, we did that as a pwn night once. It was, it was all right. I didn't really enjoy those co-op mission stuff. 
but I enjoy the online, and I still have never touched a single player. <laughs> I just haven't <laughs> had time to play it. I mean, I've been us- mostly been playing the Bone Knights, so... Um, our next night is next Sunday at 6 p.m. I know it's kind of a far way off, but due to a wedding, I have that Saturday for a coworker. I'm not gonna be able to make it on Saturday, so I made it for gear. I made it for Sunday. Made it for gears. Gears two will be our next phone night. Um, so come on out. We can fit 10 to a room. If we have more than 10, we'll try to split it up as best as possible between multiple rooms. I might be back for um. Maybe be back from Toronto uh, that night. So nice, definitely got to make it. Um, I'm hoping Chest and Death Temptress both make it, so I can chainsaw the hell out of both of them. It always feels good. <laughs> oh god, that was good. so much fun. Oh, she kept boom shotting me this past week, and I was like, no. And I freaking got her back with a chainsaw when she wasn't. Oh no! Remember that one? I think it was that one map. It was that snow map or whatever. And, like, she was the last one, and three guys, had, myself included, had the chainsaw already to chop her up. Yeah, I, we, we definitely double teamed her on a couple chainsaws. Somebody else would already be chainsaw, and I'd run up and start helping. <laughs> like, I want a piece! Ah! <laughs> but, um, oh, um, God. Speaking of that... I love you, oh, Chesty. Yeah. <laughs> love you, Nicola. Oh, Wink. God. <laughs> um, so what we're playing let's start off with Quiglin this week since last week uh, Rich was here and we let him go first Quig why don't you go first alright well um, basically I've been playing more of Mad World which is I'm still really enjoying it I know it does get, it does seem a little repetitive at times but then again it's a brawler so aren't all brawlers really repetitive all the time uh, but yeah. uh I uh, also been playing Lord of the Rings Online. Uh, I hit the old level cap, so I'm just have uh, just ten more levels to go to the new level cap. Nice. And I've been playing Wallace and Gromit's Grand Adventure Episode One, which I can't talk about because uh, uh, it's embargoed. But I am reviewing that. I uh, hope to have that up on Tuesday. All right. Um. So that's it. <laughs> that's it for me. Church. I am still playing the um, crappy voice dubbing of Star Ocean 4, um, Dawn of War 2. You get to control the voice dubbing? <laughs> I wish. God, you, like, I turn wish. off. <laughs> God, I, I wish I could just read the subtitles, but that, that's probably be, as same, probably be as bad, too. But um, Yeah, I'm still playing Warhammer uh, 40K, uh, Dawn of War 2, trying to beat that. I have a feeling it's going to take me about another month. Have you month played to online a little bit? I want to. I just want. To, I. I think I'm going to start doing that sometime this week when I find the time, um, and whenever whenever I'm not playing World of Warcraft too. So. <laughs> which I'm guessing is the other game you've been playing. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I, which is sort of funny because I've been playing less of that lately than I've done uh, done done with any other game actually. To be honest with you, but all I do is log on. Do the one uh, jewel crafting um, daily quest and log off. <laughs> That's about it. Wow, wow! It's fifteen gold a day. You know, I just log in, log right back out, and that's about it. Damn. Well, I've been playing all sequels this week. Um, Rock Band Two. Uh, I've still been playing that, trying to get through more and more um, uh, arenas and stuff. Really trying to finish that so I can go back through with my other three bandmates and get money for them. So when they do their respective 
their actual respective uh, instrument, they'll have the money for it. <laughs> Since I'm best on the guitar, that's how I'm doing it. I did get the Guitar Hero World Tour full band kit in this week. I already had the game, but I actually got the full band kit so, so I could try the drums. And I absolutely fucking suck at drums. Yeah. <laughs> and I used them in Rock Band too, and I was like, yeah, I don't think I'll ever be touching these drums again. So I regret the purchase, but it was only 120 on Amazon. Wow. Um, this past deal. week. Yeah, so. Dude, keep keep it, Mike. So whenever I come down, I'll, I'll do the drum part. Oh, I'm, not, I'm definitely not getting rid of it. Um, oh, I love I like the I like the uh, Guitar Hero World Tour drums much, much better than. That's uh, why I bought that dude, in the rock band. No, drums. I. Dude, the drums that I have from, from World Tour, I want to toss them out. Why? Because they're not responding. Oh, they really? have a program you can download now, and you plug it into your. Um, there's a way to hook it up to your computer, and it'll basically um, let you calibrate your drums. Really? Yeah, setting. Um, just Google search it. I can't remember. I just remember it came out when the game first came out. There's a lot of problems, especially with the symbols. Um, yeah, it was hor- it's horrible. So I, I, I want to calibrate them so badly or else I'm going to toss them out. Go to Activision's website. You should be able to find it there. Um, it's just a little program you download. Um, other than that, like I said, I played Gears of War 2 this past week on the game Topius Community Night. Um, I almost broke my controller a few times. That he yeah. almost did. To the point is, uh, to the point where even my headset doesn't work, doesn't stay in too properly on the controller. <laughs> um, be honest, there's just some games where it's just so cheap. It's like just drives me insane. The uh, mortar in Gears of War 2 is bullshit. The scorcher is bullshit. Like they're just so easy. They they take away the tactical aspect, especially the mortar, because it's just boom, set it up, and they come raining down on you. Yeah. Um, the scorcher keeps its fire going way too long. In my opinion, it doesn't it doesn't um, offer a challenge to the person using it. So the person who's getting hit with it is just like. Even if you try to back up and roll away, you're already too far gone. Um, I don't know. I, I have fun here and there. Um, and no, it's not just when I'm winning, because I don't win a lot, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, there was one part that was great. Um, I think it was like four on one at one point. Nobody thought I'd get a kill out, and I got two kills. <laughs> one person, like, I, I hid. Uh, it was me versus Church's team, and Chest, and all these other people had already died. And Church's team goes walking by, because I ran and ran and ran until I could hide. And I watched them go by me. Well, one of them was like, well, let me check around the side here. <laughs> and I was waiting. I was Hello? waiting. Uh, sorry, I had I hit my mute button. Um, <laughs> He's uh, so excited. No, like, I was waiting, and the guy came around, and I chainsawed him. So all of a sudden, they knew I was somewhere. Um, so they started coming back. Well, I got one more chainsaw off before I died. <laughs> but I loved it. I was like, that's all I do in the game is nade and chainsaw. I have a, you know what? It's a commonplace that all I do is nade people. <laughs> yeah, you new tube and, uh, yeah. Call of Duty. Yeah. New well, tube. wait, the next game kills on two. Um, yeah. playing it with a bunch of the Guzex guys from their chat room. And, um, I really realized I just despise that game. 
it's just too slow for me. Um, everybody tells me not just to play deathmatch. That deathmatch really sucks. Which I'm like, they're like, but if you play deathmatch and all the other ones, it's really good. And I'm like, well, shouldn't it be have a better balance? Deathmatch is like the key thing to play. <laughs> I was like, this isn't Gears of War 2. I, when I play Deathmatch, I expect a fun experience, and it's just not that fun. So I played for a while, and I just kind of got like fed up, and I just left. Um, it's even worse when people start coming in, and they really outrank you, and you don't have something set to where you're going in with people only around your rank. Man, they destroy you. They're just set up. They already have everything maxed out and they're just murking you left and right um, I don't know I like I said earlier I prefer resistance 2 over Killzone 2 a lot of people may not agree with me there but I prefer the Call of Duty style and the fact that I can fully customize my controls um, and finally the last sequel I played this week I played some Saints Row 2 on the PS3 um, I was trying to play with the guy Chorus and Saints Row 2 on PS3 broken is oh it's fucking horrible like i was like if anybody's um opinion on ps3 came from playing the ps3 version and they're like this is the worst game ever i can't blame them we were playing even on easy you expect the cops to at least know where you are um they wouldn't even start shooting until you're about like five feet away from them really it was awful there's just so many glitches here, so many glitches there. We we're having a lot of problems, and I was just getting fed up. Like I was getting pissed. It was so bad, and I was like, I kept telling the guy, I was like, "Would you please go get this for 360?" <laughs> <laughs> um, now there's supposed to be a major patch coming out for both consoles, uh, either yesterday or later this week. It was supposed to come out. Um, so hopefully it fixes all those problems. I don't, really don't think it was too needed on the 360, so it'll be interesting to see what it improved. So I really had no problems with the game, for the most part. Um, the PS3, though, was just trash. So, that's really all I played this week, was a bunch of sequels. Um, hopefully, I'll finally get the um, Stars from 4 next week, and Suikoden... Tear crease. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Well, you said that about Star Ocean like last week, and I know. Like I say before. hopefully. Oh. I say hopefully. <laughs> I know. Oh. And um, uh, we're gonna go into the new segment. Um, Quig, I don't know if you got the message earlier. I I just got it right for, but uh, okay. go ahead. Um, we're gonna do our new bargain bin segment. Um, no pun intended. Oh, we're, not saying, <laughs> we're not saying it's <laughs> <purchase> a bargain. <laughs> um, uh, you know, you know, five dollar, yeah, <laughs> five dollar, five dollar. Oh god, I gotta stop. Um, I kid. Um, nah, but we know with the economy and a lot of people, especially on Pwn, don't always have the money to go out and buy sixty dollar games um, or new systems. So, what we're gonna do every week now? is each of us is going to pick a title that's easily accessible on systems that is $20 or less, preferably $20-$25 or less, and how and where you can pick it up. So I'll let one of you two start. Huh. 
you're gonna have to start. Yeah. yeah. Oh, me? You want me to start? Yeah. <sighs> Damn, I didn't know we were gonna do it this week. I thought we were gonna do it last uh, next week, actually. <laughs> but um, no um. Oh boy. All right. Is it easy? No, yeah, someone needs to start because right, I, I'll I, start. Um, I've been way too busy to <laughs> to do anything today. Uh, so I actually brought it up earlier. Um, it's on two separate platforms. It's Mass Effect. Um, you can now get it off Steam for twenty dollars, like I said earlier, and you can easily find it in stores for twenty dollars or less. I believe the Greatest Hits version has come out with an extra DVD with it, and it is also twenty dollars. It's a great pickup for somebody looking for a good, solid RPG that is going to take you 30 to 40 hours to beat. It's got a great story. Uh, great. I, I really like the third-person ga- uh, gameplay. A lot of people thought it wasn't as tight as it could be, but I really enjoyed it. And I love having the option to choose how I want to answer or ask questions in the game. So it takes the KOTOR and Jade Empire rule of thumb of we'll give you these options to go good or bad and it just expands on it so well um and with mass effect 2 coming out early next year this is a great time to pick it up at a really cheap price um and like i said you can get it 20 dollars off steam or you can go into any store and find should be able to find it at least through greatest hits at 20 dollars um so be on the lookout for that all right nice Nice. I'm going to cheat and uh, because I, I just found out about this right before. And um, Steam right now is having a huge uh, indie game sale. And it's 33% off basically on any of the last title. Uh, actually, it doesn't say. Hmm. Uh, it doesn't say on here at the moment. But uh, you can get Audio Surf, which is awesome, for $6.70. And World of Goo is only thirteen forty. So... These are two games for twenty bucks that you can get uh, total, you know, yeah. and uh, both of them are are just fantastic, fantastic games. Especially since um, if you missed out on the five dollar World of Goo, you can still pick it up at a reasonable price. Yeah. Um, exactly. I I picked up on this one. I already got World of Goo when it was at five dollars. Um, I actually picked up Dangerous High School Girls in Trouble. Um. It's kind of like a mix of a puzzle game, board game type deal. Um, I've heard really good things about it, so I decided I'd pick that up. It was actually six seventy, and mm-hmm. I picked up the path. At um, it was only a dollar off, but I was really interested in it. It's from all the reviews I've read, it's kind of like this horror game, but it's not really like a game. It's like art. You basically do like a Red Riding Hood type deal where your mother sends one of six sisters from their apartment in the city to visit the grandmother um, who's sick and bedridden. The only thing is, you fail the game if you just walk the path to her house. (laughs) The point of the game is to go off the path, to find the metaphorical wolf... um, and other things like doing it the way you're not supposed to is actually how this game is played. If you want to call it a game, all the reviews basically say this isn't much of a game, but it's just a really enjoyable story and it really gets you thinking. 
So I'm hoping to start that this week, definitely, because it's not supposed to be that long either. So, wow. I definitely have to agree with you on that. That's a great choice. And I don't know how long it lasts, so... It does not say. Yeah, I'm really trying to find it. <laughs> it definitely doesn't. No. Mm-mm. But uh, if you have Steam, I would definitely say check it out. I mean, yeah, spending... Oh, here we go. Oh, that's... March 29th. So oh. you have a week, a week or less than a week to... Get your hands on some games from 10% to 33% off. There you go. So, Church, Can't beat that. we're throwing well, the ball see, back in your court. Yeah. Well, I was going to do this one, but, you know, it's going to expire in about in 29 hours, so I'm not going to say it. It was pretty much Little Big Planet at uh, GoldGamers.com, which I know you're a little not too happy about. Yeah, that, that was bullshit. Um, let me explain something to people. GoGamers.com put up Little Big Planet, the PAL version from the UK for $22, and they put up the American version at 25 I initially bought the PAL version not realizing which one it was, so I canceled that, and I canceled that version because I was like, I can't really trade that on Guzex if I want to get rid of it because um, it has to be the American region, So even though it's region-free. Um... So I reordered two copies of the American version, one to flip on Guzex now, one for myself. Um, well, I had already said I'm sending off my little big planet that I already own, used to Guzex. So I got that out, and I get an email Friday afternoon saying, we must apologize, but we have to cancel your order. Um, uh, an employee put in the wrong product uh, the inventory um, quantity and he oh. is no longer with us. Wow. So they also fired this guy but the problem I had was they gave you only two options. You can either downgrade to the PAL version and they refund you $3 and give you a 10% off coupon or cancel your order. What? What kind of bullshit is that? They should have given the 10% off regardless, and probably more in my opinion. It should have been 10% off regardless, and they should have given you at least 20% off that PAL price. Yeah, they For that bullshit that they pulled. Why I didn't they just know. backorder the game and then give it to you at the price the that other you thing. bought it for? Why the hell? They're, well, it says on there, and we're not expecting to get in any other copies of this game in the near future. What? I find that bullshit with Little Big Plant that you're not going to get in any more copies. So I don't think I will ever shop at Go Gamer again. It's going to have to be an extremely good deal for me to even tempt, attempt it. My problem wouldn't be if they hadn't charged my credit card before even shipping. They charged, oh, your, no. they charged all these people credit cards, and they never even shipped the game. Oh, that's so, not right. So now i got to wait for a fucking refund to my credit card. That is messed up. Yeah, I was like, this is bullshit. Fuck Go Gamer. They can kiss my ass. <laughs> and I'm saying it now. I mean, just don't give a shit about them anymore. And I know Church wanted to use that, but I can't I can't recommend Go Gamer. No. I mean I I got I got the email saying that it's shipped. I, I probably will get it either tomorrow or uh, on Tuesday, but um but yeah, I think I I got the PAL version, but it doesn't matter because I'm not selling it on Gooseneck anyway. So, uh, but um, the only one I can find right now is pretty much uh, 
is the uh, Grand Theft Auto Liberty City stories for the PSP, which is at right now at nineteen ninety nine. So nice. I never really played that. I, you know, I'm guess I'm guessing if you're a huge Grand Theft Auto fan and you need Grand Theft Auto on a go, it's right there. If you have a PSP and you need something like, like I could have had like during um, uh, my uh, physical therapy, I I could just. If I had a PSP, I probably would have been playing that while they while they were icing my knee during the last fifteen minutes. They had me laying there. So nice. Um, so I think we hit quite a few different genres there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, people go out there and check out some of these uh, games. If you haven't tried them out yet, they're great pickups at the price. Um, I do want to say one more thing. Uh, Play Asia is having a huge sale right now. Their Lucky Spring Sale, for those who don't know, they're a big import gaming site. Um, they also sell some um, domestic products. Um, shipping's usually pretty cheap. At an item's usually around $3 shipping. And it ships from uh, Hong Kong. I personally bit on about three or four PSP import games, along with some Haruhi figures. So yeah, that's, no, that's no surprise right there. <laughs> I couldn't help it. The Haruhi Gothic uh, Lolita figure I really wanted was finally in stock. <laughs> so, and it's not what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, it is. No, no it's, it's not. not. No, no, it's not. <laughs> um, but it's a figure that I've wanted since last year around the time of Otakon, but at Otakon they were selling for 125 And I got it for 70 Off oh, If I had a PSP, I would get this game right now. <laughs> Get a PSP. I, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll probably will. I'll probably get a Japanese. What, what? Did you say why? Yeah. Um, I love it. They're great for import games. Yeah. Because Japan keeps throwing out more and more games while we get nothing. <laughs> yeah, I don't see why not. I, I, I had, I, I had the one of the original Japanese uh, PSP when it first came out. Yeah. And well, then... Fantasy Star um, Portable is supposed to be pretty good. Yeah. No, the the game that that I'm looking at right now, which they have on their um, was it Lucky Spring Sale? Yeah. But the PSP is the Super Robot uh, Tyson A oh, Portable. God. You and Gundam. It's not yeah, all like Gundam, Gundam in that game. It's like all Gundam. Giant you know robots. damn well that's what you want it for. I like no, Gundam. Hmm? I like you. Gundam. I What's wrong with that? Here. I hate Gundam. Oh. Except it's for that weird little mech. Except for the SD Gundam Force, where they're all like these kitty things. That's what he's that... talking about, isn't it? Super Robot Tyson. Yeah, it, it's, it's all SD. Simple... Yeah, it's all SD. But oh. it's they you the, the voice is like based uh it's from all the the actual pilots. Yeah, so it's I not can. like it's it's not like the uh the show where it's like all oh, the the actual Gundam talks. No, it's not that. Yeah, oh, okay. see, I did get a SD style game and. Fate Tiger Coliseum, which is a super deformed fighting game based off of the Fate Stay Night series. So, I also got another one, Common Nomade Guy, I believe it's called. Oh. <laughs> it's got some interesting mini games, and I was like, I gotta get it. <laughs> so I got the special edition. Quote unquote interesting. <laughs> yes, they were interesting mini games. Damn it. <laughs> Um, oh, are you cleaning girls again that got dirty? 
Uh, don't know. We'll find out. Um, the other game I got was Bleach Soul Car- Carnival, which, kind of interestingly enough, is another super deformed fighting game. <laughs> <laughs> they take the Bleach Heat the Soul characters and basically made a chibi fighting game out of them. So that should awesome. be interesting. Hey, it was only twenty five bucks. So just like the Fate Tiger Coliseum was twenty, and the Common Nomade guy. Boyoyon Battle Royale with limited edition was fifty, so which normally goes for like seventy or eighty. So. See, they need to do more games like yeah. that, actually. Well, the other Haruhi figures I got are like those little capsule figures, or those ones uh-huh. that come in boxes. They're two bucks each, so I ordered five of them. <laughs> God. <laughs> well, you know it's all random, and I don't want to get stuck with one of the dudes, so I was like, I gotta get something. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you laugh at my misfortune or possible misfortune. Oh. Oh, I don't think we're laughing necessarily at the misfortune. Is that me? Yes. All right, that's fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're gonna get into our topic of the week discussion. Um, for those who listened last week, uh, you already know what this is. This is our discussion on PlayStation Two as it is now on the decline, and not in a bad way, but I mean it's just hitting, getting up there in age. It's, it's been out for almost ten years. Um, it'll be nine years this October. Um, so we're going to discuss um, our favorite memories of the PS Two and the notable missteps that it had. Um, everybody knows it was kind of a juggernaut, but it did have its problems here and there. So I don't know who wants to start this off. We'll talk about the memories first, and then we'll go into the missteps. So somebody throw out the first one. Why don't we... Go ahead. No, go ahead. You go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, why don't we talk about how we actually got our uh, PS2s? Because I actually was one of the people who bought them off of eBay because I couldn't get one in the store. Okay, we can we can discuss that because that was actually one of my memories. Um, We'll start off each with one of our memories of how we got it then. Yeah, I just remember that day I when it came, and uh, I opened up the box, and I just set it up, and I'm like, yep, and I'm starting to play, and like getting into the night, I'm like, yep, not going to work tomorrow. How much did you pay for it off of eBay? Uh, I think I paid like, I think I paid four something for that, and like four games and an extra controller. That's not bad, considering it's $300. So, yeah. What so. sucker did you find? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, those things were going for like $600 at one point. I know, I remember. Damn. Yeah, I, I don't know if somebody just just tried it and was just like, I don't care anymore. But, I mean, they had Madden and, uh, <laughs> and uh, like, FIFA and something else. It was. I had a lot of fun with it, so yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah. So I got a good deal on it. What about you, uh, Church? Uh, I remember buying it when I, when I used to work at, uh, at Best Buy one day. And and I, I pretty much I was like, save this for me. I'm gonna go get it. So I finally got it. Opened up the box, and I was I'm setting it up and whatnot, and put it, put in the first game. And I don't remember what game I had at the time. I think it was like Warhawk. I was, no, hmm? was it? No, that was PS One. No, I forgot what game I had for the when I first got for the PS Two. But uh, I remember popping it in, and I was like. Man, I can be up all night for this way. I work in the morning. <laughs> I think everybody had that problem. Um, yeah. Me, um, mine's a interesting story. I was actually in class. I was still in the Air Force. 
I was um, taking a class down in Florida, so I was trying to get to the uh, base exchange before or as it opened to get one. But then I found out you had to fill out these cards as some of the higher-ups in the military weren't going to be able to get there in time to get one. So they were giving it more as a raffle, which I thought was bullshit. Still to this day, I think it's bullshit. <laughs> um, so they pulled their rank and got some raffle bullshit going on. So I'm sitting there going, great, now what do I do? So I was driving around, found a target. They weren't opening up till 8 in the morning. But they were selling the games already. <laughs> so I actually bought <laughs> Madden and Unreal Tournament. Uh, I think it was just called Unreal Tournament. Yeah, back then. Yeah, it was just Unreal Tournament um, for the P- for the PS2 that day or that afternoon. Now I got two games and I still got to figure out how to get a system. Nice. Um, so I got back to the lodging and the only mode of transportation I had was a government government truck. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like alright I gotta find something I started calling around they're like no not till 8 not till 8 this store that store well I found a super Walmart 24-7 I call around 7 7.30 and they're like yeah we are get- we got them in I said how many they're like um we don't know upwards of two maybe 50 and I'm like oh shit okay I was like well how many people do you have in line um about 21 22 I was like, all right, bye. Flew <laughs> up that phone, <laughs> got in that truck, and I took off. So I get there about 7.30, 7.45, and um, I get in line, and I'm 30. I'm number 30, so I'm like, okay, I should have a shot here. I should have a shot. So Walmart pulls biggest bullshit in the world. You can't sit on the floor of their store. You have to buy one of their lawn chairs or fold-out chairs. Oh, jeez. So I was like, I had just enough money for the PS2, and I was like, fuck. So I had to stand. I had to stand for five hours. Ugh. So there was a lady behind me that was in, um, like, one of those rascal scooters. Because she couldn't um, walk too well or stand up for long periods of time. <laughs> so at one point, she has to stretch from time to time. So she let me sit down on her thing for a while, which was the worst idea ever. Because the minute I got off that thing and tried to stand up again, I almost fell over. <laughs> My legs were like, holy shit, what the hell? We're going to get back to standing up. Um, but I finally got it. Um, I think I walked out of the store about 12.30. And um, basically, I think walking out, there's a couple people watching people walk out, and I think they were going to try to steal it from somebody. So I kept my eye behind on people behind me. Got into the truck and I just dipped and I couldn't even play it that night because I had class the next morning. And since it's military, I had no choice. Yeah. Couldn't call out, so got stuck going to class. As soon as I got off, I came back, played Madden, and I loved it. So that's how I got mine. So you misappropriated taxpayer dollars so that you could get a video game system. I like it. No comment. I said what I needed to say, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so so what is um everybody's uh, favorite memories other than how you guys ended up getting one? 
putting in Kingdom Heart for the first time. No, I'm joking. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> Don't lie. Um, okay, okay. Putting in Kingdom Heart. Okay, yeah. Putting in like any, pretty much any role playing game for the first time, just like it, it excited me. It, it was like that system had so much RPG to choose from. Like it was like pretty much pick and choose what you wanted to play. But I, I remember putting in Kingdom Hearts, start playing it for a while. I'm like, this game is awesome. And then after like the third hour, I'm like, God damn, this game is repetitive. <laughs> That's what I felt. I got really bored with Kingdom Hearts really fast, even though I own both of them. Well, I mean, it is. I, I think it was because it was an, for me anyways, it was an interesting storyline when you had the mix of like Square Enix and Disney mixed into it. The only and reason it, for me to play it was seeing Eris again. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, she's alive! Holy shit! <laughs> But yeah, I, that was actually one of mine. The the fact that it had so many Japanese RPGs on the system, it while the PS One kind of set the example of stealing all the JRPGs away from other systems, the PS Two definitely became the console for Japanese RPG fans. Even now, there are some coming out still this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got Devil Summoner Two coming out soon. And I believe a couple others. I uh, can't think of the names on the top of my head, but it shows that it's still got enough um, leverage that these companies are still going to try to bring out the Japanese RPGs that we have missed so far. Um, so it was definitely nice to see all the ones come out, whether it was the Persona series or any of the Shin Megami Tensei series. Even right from the bat, we had a game like Dark Cloud. Which was actually really fun as it came out. Final Fantasy X was good. It's just a nice system for the Japanese RPG crowd. Well, it yeah, was. Final Fantasy X was good. It's just that unfortunately we can't say the same thing about Ten Two. Well, that game froze on me, and I never touched it again because I lost two hours of gameplay. Really? Yeah. That game was just was crappy from the <laughs> from the start to it's end. It's my style of game too. That's the sad part. Well, yeah, because you had Charlie Angels of Final Fantasy in it. It's all female characters. I was yeah, like, this exactly. is awesome. That's why it suits you better <laughs> than it did me. <laughs> I was like, and you can change outfits mid-battle. That's fucking great. <laughs> yeah, I I knew you. I know but, like, you. But once the game froze, I lost all that because it froze while I was changing an outfit in battle. Uh, and I was like, I was like, when did I save last? And I reloaded. And I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> oh God. You're like, I had gotten them so many outfits. No, no, no you don't really... Uh, I guess you don't really no, you, get you, them you, outfits. You, they kind of learn abilities uh, as they go through. Oh, yeah, you already started with so many with so many outfits to begin with. You can get <laughs> some just, more. I'm just joking. So, um, well, what's one of your f- memories there, uh, Quig? Um, yeah, you know, actually it was... A lot of it had to do with RPGs as well. I mean, I put like 70-some hours into Final Fantasy IX because I didn't have a chance to play it on... PS1 because I didn't have one, so I went back and I went and played that. Yes, and, and I mean, that's it... one of the nice things. It actually gave you full backwards compatibility. Oh yeah, I mean, I think that I think it's a huge. I think it was a huge misstep. You know, I know we're back to. I know we did that episode a few weeks ago, but um, they really should have had backwards compatibility just because of the libraries, especially um, the PS2 library. Yeah, exactly. There's so many good games with the PS2. I don't know why they didn't. Yeah. I mean, the whole, There's oh, we don't thing. want to go back. Just the library that the PS2 had and still has. I mean, 
still coming out with games. It's just freaking huge. Yeah. It's it's unbelievable. Like if I go look at my games and I look at my collections for each system, my PS2 takes up more than two shelves, almost three shelves on my um game shelf. Yeah. I mean, nothing else even takes up a full full row except for maybe nope, not e- not even my uh PS1 games do that. So, I think DS is my next closest to doing that. Yeah, but it was just being able to, like, some of these games just sit down, and I know, obviously now, you know, graphics have gone way past this, but just I just remember sitting there looking at these things like, this is freaking amazing. Yeah, and that's one thing, though, with being a fan of JRPGs and RPGs in general, a lot of times graphics don't mean shit. It's about the story, how, oh, it, yeah. how it captures you, so... That's why I love knowing that I still own all these RPGs and I can go back to them. Yeah. Although I didn't like Dark Cloud. I played it for like two days and I just I didn't get into it. I enjoyed it, but I think at the time there's so many other games coming out that I've kind of put it down and I never really picked it back up. Um, I want to go into something else. Um, one thing the PS2 had was a lot of good fighting games. Um, it had the Soul Calibur series came to it and did a really good job. They had the best controller with the D-pad, and um, Sony still has continued that, even with the PS3. Um, for those who don't want to spend money on those fighting sticks, I mean, it, it was made for fighting game fans. Uh, you had games like not just the Soul Calibur, Tekken was huge on there. Oh, yeah, it was. You had a lot of um, Neo Geo fighters make comebacks. Like, King of Fighters series made a huge comeback on there. Um, you had games like Marvel vs. Capcom. While it was better on the three, on the 360, the Xbox, because of the on, better online play, just the D-pad itself, like I said, it was just great for that. Um, but you also had, like, Import fighting games come out for that that were huge. Fate Stay Night, Melty Blood, you had uh, Namco versus Capcom, Arcana Heart, which finally came out here through Atlas. I mean, you had these 2D fighters. Guilty Gear was the one that became huge once it hit uh, PS2. It just they brought back a lot of the 2D fighters as well, like I was saying. So. Well- they also, you know, I, I thought the uh, the Street Fighter Alpha series um, did pretty well, also. Yeah, they, in my opinion, yeah. They had a Street Fighter collection come out, and it was really good. I mean, I'm not a big fighting game fan, but so while Street Fighter Four bored the hell out of me, um, some of the older ones and the 2D ones, especially, are the ones I like the most. I mean, I don't know if it's just me or not, but it seems like when we talk about like you know the PS2 and some of the older systems and whatnot, it seems like they they actually took the time to to make the game as best as they can. You know, I don't want to go off topic or anything like that, but especially for the PS2, I mean, such a huge library of great, almost like good to great games out there. I mean, it seems like they spend more time on the actual title than they're like, oh. Here, this game has is graphically good, but the storyline is all right. I mean, it, it's just that mo- most of the games is like, 
graphically is not good, but you're going to enjoy the hell out of the story, though. Well, and one, that's the one thing I loved about the about the PS2, because the majority of the game was like that. Well, I agree. They took a lot of chances also with games on the PS2. Yeah. You had games like Okami come out. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Odin Sphere was another uh, style of our Japanese RPG, but it was a side-scrolling action game. Aiko was another gorgeous. one. Yep. Aiko, Sha- Shadow of the Colossus, Colossus, God of War came out. Um it took a lot more chances on that, and it seems nowadays they make an IP on one of these new systems and they just run it into the ground. Um, well, yeah. Yeah, they do, because, I mean, that's where the money is. It's yeah. a lot easier to sell people on a sequel to some game they have already played and loved than to create a new IP. Now, the PS2 also created one of my favorite IPs was Time Splitters. It was a launch title, and it was a great first-person shooter. While it's not a great first-person shooter controller. It was a fun series. Um, you had the Yakuza series come out, um, which is kind of like Sega's new Shenmue, except more action-oriented, um, which was really good. Showed them taking another um, step. And you had a lot of stuff like what Katamari Damacy came out for the PS2. Yep. Oh, that game was... Would... Blue. I can't stand it, but I'll give it its props where it's due. Oh. I mean, I'm not a fan of the game. I don't like to play. But it was uh, something that you didn't normally see. Oh, no, no. I, I, I didn't mean, like, blue, like, like the game was sucked or anything. I mean, I, I mean when I was working at GameStop, when the game first came out, it was something like every, almost every customer was like, hey, do you have the game? Do you have the game? Do you have the game? And I always ask them the one question, do you have a reserve? <laughs> of course you did. I hate no. that question. Do you have it reserved? No, well, I'm walking in I, with a receipt for no fucking reason at all. No, because I you have to ask them that, yeah. especially when you work there. So do you have a reserve? Oh, do you want to reserve it, sir? It's only five dollars down to put reserve it, sir. <laughs> yeah. It comes out during this date. Yeah. You want to, you sure you want to put down the five dollars? If you trade in, blah blah blah, you know that whole thing. Yeah. The other yeah. thing you saw was um. A lot of new survival horror IPs pop up. Um, you had Fatal Frame, first oh. made its debut there. Siren, um, Kuan was another. Silent Hill didn't debut there, didn't it debut? No, in Silent PS1? Hill oh. debuted, but it really made its impact when it came out on the later consoles on that gen, on that generation. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, Resident Evil really didn't make its presence known on the PS2. No, um, but you you had other IPs come out that were just shocking. Look at hell, the biggest series of all, Grand Theft Auto, made its oh rebirth God. on the PS2. Yeah, that was awesome. I played GTA Grand Theft 3. Auto three so much, and then Vice City so much. San Andreas, I enjoyed it for a while, and I loved the setting and all because I was big into that '90s hip hop, late '80s, early '90s hip hop. But it just kind of got boring to me. Yep, but. Grand Theft Auto Vice City, to me, was the epitome of GTA games. Even now, Grand Theft Auto 4 is eh, but Vice City is still the best setting they've had. Back in the 80s and all that? Yeah, all that mess? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, definitely the library was huge. Um, another thing God, I liked makes... about it was the... While it's look, frowned down upon, um, importing of games... The Japanese library was just as good 
and there's a lot of great import games to bring over. Um, it's where Oni Chambara first made his debut, was in Japan as budget titles. Um, like I said, you had Namco versus Capcom, which eventually, which has never come over here due to licensing issues between the two companies. But you, they also saw a resurgence of um, dating sim titles in Japan with it. I know not everybody else is really into that, <laughs> but one thing that I told you, is, I played one. Yeah. Well, dating sims come out in Japan on PC, and they tend to be hentai games. Yeah. So for those that don't like that hentai aspect, the PS2 was a great platform to start picking these up in a in a toned down version. And they had a lot. I mean, they got they were out there for the Dreamcast, they were out there for the Saturn, but not like the PS2. Um, and I, I just thought the import gaming on the PS2 was great. It's probably the one platform I own the most for. Um, I've got a lot of good games that are imports. Um, Lucky Star, Haruhi, um, Bleach games. Bleach Blade Battlers 2 is freaking awesome. Um, you can have up to four people fighting at once. And it's just a blast. Um, I don't know if anybody else has any anything else to offer. Not on imports, no. No, I mean on just memories. Oh, I actually, um, Blockbuster once made this mistake of having, like, you could buy, like, a, like a pass, and you could rent one, ga- like, one game or movie every day during a month. Like, you had one free rental of that for every day, and I literally went to Blockbuster every day and picked up a different game. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, the bouncer is a terrible fucking game. <laughs> God, that, that game oh, was... I remember that game. <laughs> God, that was horrible. <laughs> it was so terrible. I'm just playing this. I'm like, why am I still playing this? I don't know. I'm smashing these buttons, but there's no reason to. My friend loves the game. Oh my god, it's so terrible. The game was horrible. I never oh. played it. I was just, I think oh. I played a demo or something from or on my friends and I was like, Yeah, I'll never play that again. <laughs> oh, good thing. Church, if you want to see something hilarious, um on the Escapist there's a show there's a video show called uh Unskippable and they do one for the bouncer and is hilarious. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, that was oh my so many terrible games. There were so that was the one thing. Like it's it's sort of like the original NES library. Like there were all these awesome games, and then there were all these really terrible ones. Well, there was another good series I just remembered that came out for the PS2 started there, that actually really kicked off this karaoke craze on the on consoles, and that's SingStar. Oh yeah, I did. Um, mm-hmm. SingStar basically, I think they may have kid karaoke idol, but um, or Karaoke Revolution, but the problem with uh, Konami, they don't get the licensing for songs. So it tends to be covers. Um, but SingStar actually brought two mics to the f- f- um, to the game. They brought fully licensed songs. You can have video, or maybe that's the PS3 version. Yeah, but, that's PS3. But the thing is, if you put in a game for the SingStar games, you can eject that disc... And put in any other game and keep playing. You don't have to wait for it to restart up. Um, It was just, it's awesome. It's great for parties. Um, I was kind of surprised as to how much people loved it at one party I had recently. Um, That good, huh? 
Yeah, I I think it's great. I mean, the SingStar games, I own pretty much all of them except for Country. <laughs> um, which oh, I'll come eventually... on, you need to have it for me. Come on, man. Which I'll eventually get. I mean, just to no, get. No. I got to get it. I mean, I got it just in case other people want to play, uh, sing it. I don't care. I just say no. I can't help it. Hey, Nancy Reagan taught us that. <laughs> How to say no? Yeah. Yeah, just say no. Her anti-drug campaign, the war on drugs. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I like the SingStar series. Um, now here's the big thing. Um, when PS2 finally decided to downsize its system, and it came out the PS2 Slim. Um, that was a big and smart step for the PS2. When it came out the Slim, I thought was a great marketing move. I mean, people went out and went nuts and started buying the Slims up. Oh, because it was about Did as hard guys... as getting the original PS2. Did you guys actually buy I don't a have Slim? One. I did. Oh. I, I didn't. Eventually, I'll probably have to end up getting one when my other one craps. But, um, I never bought one. Mm. <sighs> But I thought it was a good marketing move on their part. And they oh, started yeah. coming out with various colors. Because each was... color would start selling more. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I thought it was a great move for them because of how bulky that the, the original system was. So when it when people were like, when people saw, oh, hey, here's the same PS2 system. It's just that it's slimmer and smaller. And you can pretty much fit it anywhere in your room. Yep. Oh, people ate that up. Yeah, um, I do want to get into some of the missteps they had. Um, I'll let you guys bring up. I guess, for, I, I, I guess for me, uh, some of the games ran really slowly because of the uh, the processing speed. It was like I think it was like a little was it under a little under three hundred megahertz, I, I believe. Know. But um. It you know you play games like you know that had a lot of enemies on the uh, on your screen like the, uh, Dynasty Warriors. Oh yeah. And the then your system starts to slow down. You're trying to you're hitting one button and you keep on having to spam it because if you stop the enemy starts to hit you and you're like this is crap because <laughs> <laughs> the PS2 yeah. cannot handle that many enemies at the same time and oh. Oh, you're yeah. the hell out of me. And the guy you're the guy you're actually trying to fight, he disappears, and you're like, uh, <laughs> like where the hell is he? Where the hell is he? Oh, oh yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> it's just that no, because yeah, that, that was the one thing I thought of, uh, thought about it, especially when they brought out with the uh, the PS2 Slim. I thought they could have at least you know up the ante on the processing speed maybe a little bit, but no, they kept it they kept it the same, and it's like you. All you hear was just the disc, just re- the 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 uh, the readers just reading the disc like you hearing that constantly. Like, come on, load already! You gotta sit there and load, and load, and I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I think one of my biggest issues was um the online play of the system. Oh man, you stole mine. Which was none. Uh, besides the SOCOM games. Yep. And Final Fantasy XI, the online play on most other games was crap. I tried the Twisted Metal Black. I didn't like it. 
Um, I thought there was some lag here and there. Um, it just didn't seem like they got it. I mean, granted, it's kind of carried on, but back then, that whole big add-on was, like, clunky as hell. Mm-hmm. You just, like, you had to unscrew the back, um, put it onto, and just push it into it. And it just, I don't know. The whole modem just didn't really sit well with me. Well, when no. they that, that's a, well, when they came up with the slim, that's why it th- that was another reason why I drew a lot of people because they had the built-in modem. Yeah, but their online still wasn't that great. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Yeah, PSN it wasn't that was great horrible back then. It's still horrible now. Are you kidding me? I, would, I, would, I don't. I don't know if I'd even call what they had back then a PSN. Like it was. Oh my gosh! Like I remember trying to get on. I was like, Oh my god, Madden! I can totally get on now. This is gonna be the best. Oh my god, this is terrible. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Like, it's like you would start the game and you'd start playing a few you play a few plays and then all of a sudden disconnect. Or if you started winning, like if you scored right away, they would just like, uh, yeah, and then they would disconnect. You're like, like okay, well I guess I'll just go back to playing the computer now. Hey, that sounds yeah. like now. <laughs> well, the other thing that kinda tied in with the online play was the hard drive. Um I bought Final Fantasy Eleven originally to try and play. I remember um, that. And the hard drive was this wonderful idea. I loved it at first. I was like, this is going to be great. All these games can utilize it. I can start saving directly to that. And I think Resident Evil, one of their online games, was the only one to really use it. Uh, and it was just kind of like, oh, well, sorry you paid all this money for a fucking hard drive. Yeah, bend over a little. Yeah, wasn't it like a hundred, hundred fifty dollars to get the hard drive? It was a hundred dollars. It came with the game of Final Fantasy XI, which you pretty much had to fully download anyway because of all the updates by the time you got on there. Yeah. So it's kind of like an MMO now. If you go in without the updates, you're pretty much going to sit there forever. I remember I walked away. I can't even tell you how many hours. <laughs> I put it on, let it start updating, and I just walked away. Oh man, that sounded like me when I um, actually popped in the disc to better test it on the PC. Popped it and, like the quick. Remember the days when there was like the huge box or what? The huge oh, box yeah. of PC games. Yeah. Okay. Imagine, imagine when when they first go down with the miniature sized boxes. Okay. <laughs> and you open up, and there's seven CDs you have to put in to install this game. Oh God, yeah. I'm like. Oh my oh. god! So, so I popped in one disc, and it was like it was like close to eleven o'clock. Pop in one disc, went to bed. Two <laughs> hours later, woke up, put in the second disc, went to bed. Two hours later, pop in the third one. Oh yeah, that night I I don't know how many hours of sleep I I got that night. God, those are the good old days. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But no, like the the heart. I don't know why. Not that many companies utilize that hard drive. I thought it was a great idea. I don't know why they didn't utilize it at least for a save feature, or Sony didn't already have it in there as like the third memory card or something like that. Well, I think at the same time you have to look at the error aspect. Like if they if they allowed people to save games onto the hard drive, it they would lose sales on the memory card. But I spent a hundred dollars for that. I know. No. 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 <laughs> I'm agreeing with you. 
I wish you could save on that hard drive, but you also have to look at Sony's point. Like, most of their sales was coming from, like, the games and the accessories, which included the majority of the memory cards. So why it, I was getting bent over on my purchase. Yeah, everyone did that, that bought the hard drive. I didn't. <clears throat> I didn't. But, um, <laughs> so, I still own it. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no, I was dumb enough to buy the online component thing. That that's I bought the modem thing. Yeah, I bought that too. Although I did get to beta test SOCOM 2. That was fun. That was fun. Nice. I'm not a SOCOM fan, really. <laughs> I can't yeah, but I, get into it. But at the time, I mean, for a console shooter, I was yeah. just... Well, know, I played the PS2. first one, and I was like, wow, this game is crap! And I, tr- I took it back to the rental store. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't get into it at all. Um, what else? We had, I don't know about you guys, I had one of the first PS3s ever released. I had a lot of problems playing DVDs off of there. They'd play fine, but Wait, the audio wouldn't sync up. Did you say PS3 or PS2? Oh, sorry, PS2. Okay. Um, the audio would not sync up, um, all that well on some of the DVDs. Well, there was also DVD restrictions on on the first generations also. No, but like, the not, problem not, not is all... you can't have it to where you can't watch a DVD on day one and it's already lagging and people talking. Huh. Yeah. I never noticed that. I never oh, had it, a problem with that. Oh, no, it was that bad. That was one of my problems. I always remember, I remember watching it. I was going, this is awful. Please huh. stop. I never noticed that before. Yeah. Of course, I had a DVD player before that, so it was so whatever. Yeah, and I want to well, say my final misstep of the PS3. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else had this problem. People want to complain about the freaking red ring. Fuck your red ring crying. I went through. I'm on my third PS2. Every year and a half, I had a di- one die. The year and a half after I got it on release night, died. Year and a half after that one, died. So, and I've never had a red ring on either of my 360s. So, kiss it. My PS2 had more problems than the freaking 360. Because yeah, there was over, I think it was overheating problems, I believe. I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> I just uh, know it stopped working, and I went to go get a new one. That one stopped working. I went to go get a new one. No, That's I, weird. I, I'm trying to remember what, what was the issue. I think I think there was an overheating issue with uh with the PS. Twos. Wouldn't surprise me. And there was also an issue where like the CD tray kept on breaking. Oh yeah, that one I've heard of. Yeah. I'm like, oh. I'm like, are you guys idiots? I mean, well, okay. Some some of the people that that own the PS2 like to put the system onto their carpet floor. Yeah. No. And then like they turn it on and leave it on, and all of a sudden, <laughs> start smoking and whatnot. They come back and like. And literally, when they come back to GameStop and they like, my system's not working anymore. One of the questions that we literally had to ask was, um, "Did you have carpet?" And they go, "Yeah." Did you put the PS2 on the carpet? And they go, "Yeah." I'm like, "That's what happened." <laughs> I, I I I guess the PS2 gen uh, took a lot of the the static electricity and it zapped itself. <laughs> uh, I'm like, good. are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm like this is an issue, and apparently people 
didn't like to put it anywhere else, like, you know, something like a hard surface or anything like that. They like to put it on the carpet. And they they would come back. I don't know. I, I remember this one guy. Uh, he came back, like, in a time span of, like, three weeks. And he had to buy two, <laughs> he had to buy two PS2s at the time. Wow. During that time span, because he kept on putting on the carpet, I'm like, dude, quit doing that! Wow, wow, yeah. So, wait, did now did you lose one church? No, I never lost oh. one. Me either. Jesus, got it in 2001. Still works today. Man, nope, I got mine that release day, and it October 26, 2000, and it died a year and a half later. Bought that one, died a year and a half later. <laughs> Bought that one, and it's still going. Well, so how much longer? I, I don't, don't know. That's why I have a problem with the whole red ring thing. I think all consoles have their problems. Sure. It's just back then, they, we didn't have the media that we do now for the 360s. Oh. Because right now, the PS3s are starting to have the problems. The red flashing light or the yellow flashing light. It's just, It happens. I also think that Sony is, I mean, I know that Sony's a huge company, but it's a lot easier to hate on Microsoft. Oh, yeah, I agree. So I think that's a big part of it, too. What, I can't hate on Microsoft? Sony was hard to hate no. on. Yeah, they and were Especially hard to hate the on. PS2, until now, when they started getting way too arrogant. But um, anybody else have any other missteps that they'd like to discuss with Sony? That they had? I don't really... I can't think of anything else. No. I really can't. I don't think the PS2 had a lot of missteps, honestly. No. No, it didn't. I mean, I just... It the didn't one have thing a lot I, of shovelware. They, they did. I mean, the one thing I, I wish um, Sony did was actually release more first-party games. They released a lot. They had all What's the that? Ratchet and Clank. Well, they, they had... A, I mean, no, they had a... They had some great ones. Don't 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 get me wrong. But I wish I wanted to see a little bit more variety from them. From, like, you know, the Ratchet and Clank. Um, what else What else did they so have? Calm. So calm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just... So... You know, I just... I just, I, I thought Sony could have done a whole lot more developing-wise. Yeah, but we'll be them. honest, Killzone sucked. The original <laughs> Killzone was awful. It was. I, 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 like, I remember playing that, and I'm like... Okay. But Dark Cloud series was a... Sony original, God of War. Um, really can't think of much else that was. Um, Rogue Galaxy was an RPG that came out. Oh, that was terrible. Really, I I didn't mind it. Oh man, I I put that in. I like ten minutes later, I pulled out. I was like, this sucks. I'm stopping. I kind of enjoyed <laughs> it. <laughs> um, no. Those well, other ones who first brought out the Rumble Roses series. Yeah. On their console. Which I know you loved. Oh, I do. I own both of them. What can I say? Japanese chicks wrestling? Woohoo! <laughs> so I want Wrestle Angels, the import game. <laughs> <laughs> Silence. <laughs> what? Yeah. You guys just need to play it. You'll love it. Marvel Roses? I did play for like. No, I meant no. Wrestle Angels. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys suck. 
I think one thing I definitely loved about about the PS2 was that it lasted so long that the development just got better and better as yeah. the as the you know console's life has gone on. Yeah. Well, you well, can look at the games like Persona um, or Odin Sphere of how they really have learned how to max out the graphics quality. Well, mm-hmm. well, look at when God of War came out. I mean that that was like one of the first games that you know almost utilized the whole system. Yeah, I mean, it, did, it really did well. The only problem is, this is another misstep. Rogue Galaxy, God of War 1 and 2 came out, and some of the older fat PS2s couldn't play them. Some people had problems with it. Not everybody ran into this problem, but a lot of people did. Because um, I remember when I was buying Rogue Galaxy at the store, the clerk at GameStop was like, do you have the fat or the slim? And I was like, the fat? She goes, um, she goes. well, you may have problems playing this game. And I'm telling you, if you bring it back tomorrow because you can't play it, I will give you a full refund. Wow. Because a lot of their used games, they're very iffy. Yeah. And she says, no, so, well, it, full refund is, they have to. But she was going to give me something else or help me pick out a game that, or two at the same price, if not an extra one. She was really cool. I never had a problem with that girl, but hmm. she um yeah, she was definitely looking out for me as a consumer. So but yeah, they had that problem with some, so some people were stuck buying a PS2 slim. So it's another miss minor misstep. Yeah. Personally, I guess we all agree that the PS2 is one of the best systems ever put out there. Absolutely. Oh, de- yeah, definitely. I mean, it took what the PS1 did and just made it that much better. So. Yeah, I wish we could say the same thing about the PS3, but. <laughs> Don't we? I mean, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not hating on the PS3. I mean, I, I, I really. How can I put this? Uh, Hate it. Hates it. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> um. I can endure my PS3 for right now, but, you know, I just wish, again, going back to whatever topic we had about the, the, the Sony thing, they need to do something about this system. You know, Killzone 2, it's great and everything if you like being a midget, but, um, you know, it's a great looking game and everything. These need to do more with that system right now. They just I have no idea what their what their plans are with that damn thing. I don't think they do. I seriously don't either. But <laughs> no. Um, I don't want to get back to that love. discussion. This is, yeah. this, this is me coming out of love. Yeah. That, that I love Sony. I've been a Sony fanboy for a very long time and just me talking about the PS3 the way that I, I have been uh, the past couple of weeks now, it's really killing me because I want to see the PS3 really go far. Go, maybe go not as far as the PS2 because I highly doubt they can top what they did for the PS2, but just try to almost equal it. Yeah. Yeah. Be nice. Um, well, I think that pretty much wraps up our PS2 discussion uh, like i said there's still a few more games still coming out for it so we'll see how much longer it lasts but it's definitely on the decline um 
So, well, thankfully, the PS3 is starting to outsell it. That's that's a yeah. good sign. <laughs> um, basically, uh, let's go figure out what our next discussion is going to be. I'm up for the big one. That's pretty much left on our list, which is um, not the adult only. I'm thinking more of uh, what's left for the next generation of consoles to advance. All right. Uh, what do you want in the future console generation? So, microchips in the head. No, I'm joking. <laughs> are we um good with that one? Yeah. Cool. Well, okay, everybody. So, all you listeners out there, we will be discussing next week what's left for the next generation of consoles, not the one we're playing now. We're no longer considering PS3 and 360 next gen, but the ones that they're coming after, the 720 or the PS4 or... Wii HD. Wii, no way. Yeah. Wii <laughs> HD with Wii Plus motion controls. <laughs> um, now, I want to see your Wii HD. Basically, Ew. what's left for them to do in the next one that can really put it to the next level, and what do you, what would you like to see in that future console generations. So, uh, leave us your comments, questions. You can hit us up at pwn.com total meltdown or pwn.com slash forums and check out the total meltdown section there. Um, Twitter. Yeah, we also have twitter.com slash total meltdown along with twitter.com slash gnitro, twitter.com slash quiglin, twitter.com slash church4252, <laughs> which is basically our pwn.coms as well. Right. Excuse me. <laughs> little... Well, this this is G Nitro's last show, obviously, as he <laughs> dies on air. <laughs> no, I'm just tired. I haven't <laughs> slept since seven last night. Uh... So, kind of hurting here. Working mid shift kind of drains me. Um, so it was another good show, in my opinion. I like the discussion on the PS2. Big fan. Um, look forward to next week's. Um. Want to thank everybody for listening. I know it's a shorter show this week, so I hope everybody enjoys that. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy your time off. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, um, that's it for Total Meltdown this week, episode twenty-two. Look for us next week on episode twenty-three. I am G Nitro. This is I'm Church. Oh, and I'm Quiglin. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna next time I'm gonna do rock paper scissors to see who says that. Jack and pawn. Jack and pawn. Jack and pawn. Right. Oh god, I Nobody can't gets... wait to hear what wait. the music's hey. gonna be this week. Hey, hey, Church, don't you? Weren't you on Gametopius last week? Oh, yeah. that's right. You should plug oh. that. Yeah, I was on. Um, I was a guest for Gametopius uh, in last week's show, so it was a quite interesting show. Needless to say, um, <laughs> we talked about pretty much almost everything, and I mean almost everything into the show. And make sure you listen because Rich continue his uh, ripping on. Yeah, he's got a fascination with me like in hentai, which yeah. is almost more of a fascination than I have with the hentai games. It, it's it's <laughs> sort of funny because no, it, it's funny, but you you need to listen because it, it's almost like a continuation after last week's show, and then you just listen to the game. Toby is like, yeah, it's pretty much intertwined with each other. So, <laughs> it, it, it's really a good listen though. Yeah. And um, Quiglin should be on there in the next few weeks after we get through a couple guests that we have to get through from the industry. So, cool. Uh, look forward to that one. Uh, yeah. And we will talk to y'all later. Peace. See you. Later. <laughs>
いよとりみんなのと思っ